It's the Bring Out Your Dead podcast. Welcome everyone, we have a special guest with us this week. Javier, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hello, yes, I'm Javier, I'm a translator and writer from Argentina. So if I probably, if I slip into a weird accent, that's why. (laughs) And we're going to roast one of my not-so-old pieces. I wrote it maybe a year and a half ago. Okay, so it's not But I think it's not that good. (laughs) Well, you'll see. Thank you for having me. We're doing a pause pause at the start now. This is how much Cheryl wants to rile me up. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to jump into it. It's called Ebb and Flow by Heavy Air Comics. I can already tell that it's got a bit of a... Just because I've kind of glanced the page a little bit, Cheryl was probably going to slap me on the wrist for doing that. Uh, No, okay. All right. Good slap. I mean, I know you wanted to make it audible for the for the mic, but Hamble, I don't know the connection with that. I'm getting I'm getting a kind of a fantasy sci-fi vibe, so I'm just going to start. The planet was a young one. A nefarious breeze carried the scent of evolution. The primordial soup was bubbling. Organisms that were never to be seen again in the future crawled their way out of the muck and probed the soil with caution. How far into the future were they to never be seen again? I mean, are they imminently going to die? Is that was? <laughs> I seriously don't know. It sounded primordial and mysterious. I mean, it is mysterious. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole gimmick of it. It's mysterious. Yeah. But it has no content. <laughs> there were storms of an uncanny colour casting shadows over it all. The time of the terrible lizards and the era of the mammoth hunters was still too far away. The current battle was fought by hesitant monomers. Oh, I heard that yeah. I'm a bit of a chemistry nerd. Well, I studied chemistry for a while, but I don't remember exactly what they are. <laughs> I just remember that they were there when the world began. chemical? A polymer? Yeah, is... it's organic chemistry. Oh, yeah. Monomers. Sure. Sure. My, my brother would be reprimanding me right now. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has any idea. Uh, no. <laughs> if anyone remembers chemistry, I don't. I just oh. remember the terms yeah, and I can yeah. fake it. Yeah. You didn't fake it successfully there, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but only because it's our job to pick it apart. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, I mean, it would have been you, fine. I mean, the only reason it didn't work out was because you weren't within a safe distance from anyone who's going to ask you what a is. <laughs> if you're reading it from a more solitary position, then you go, all right, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Monomers, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it sounds, sounds good. Let's see, what, let's see what these monomers are doing. Well, what are they doing? The current battle was fought by hesitant monomers and gel-like substances struggling to form shambling blobs of organic cells. And even in that primeval state of Earth, something stirred in the depths. It had been there for eons, and it did not care. It was not bound by the laws of time. It did not know birth, and it would not know death. Well, I quite like that. Yeah, I quite like that. I'm, I'm, a bit, no, I'm a bit disappointed to like it, though. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't like it. It's like stealing from Lovecraft in the worst possible way. Yeah, yeah. It's also, I mean, You've got the room divided, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe, that's, maybe that's why it's good, though. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it was not of this world, and it was restless. It's factually is of this world because yeah. it's come out yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay. but maybe it came before. We don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's, that's my shitty cosmic horror thing. Yeah. Yeah. It just so far sounds lazy. <laughs> I can't figure out a way to explain how mysterious this thing is so I'm going to give it every shot. I'm going to throw every mysterious and it has yeah. no end, has no beginning. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, okay. it's really, it's a bad Lovecraft kind of thing yeah. to do. He did it kind of well. I'm questioning if he, oh, if he, he was it, that good. I mean, maybe he did it well because 
because he like, was the first one to do it in his style. Yeah, so it seems good. Yeah. Um, not to throw shit on Lovecraft, but yeah, let's throw shit at Lovecraft. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. This is what we do on this show. We th- we just throw shade. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty. He deserves it. He was, he was racist. Let's throw shit at Lovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> But most importantly, it was hungry and waiting. Oh, of course it was. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Now, was, it, now was it also in some way thirsty? Yeah. So probably. <laughs> no, no, because it seems to be in the water. I'm not really sure. I'm going to have to explain something because this is a story that has no shape whatsoever. Hmm. I tried to build it using several like flash fictions set in the same place. And the idea was, I went to Nuki for surf and I had a stupid idea that if you start at the sea for a long time something would mm. come out of it mm. so I started writing this thing and I sent it to a contest and it, of course it got rejected but more on that later mm. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say with a certain amount of disappointment of course it got accepted no <laughs> no I wouldn't I wouldn't accept it we don't accept fiction on the show no this is the perfect venue for that sort of thing isn't yeah. it really? yeah. I'm going to make a prediction mm. and if it's um, right then great already? I am already so something is there in the primal ooze and the story is going to end at a more contemporary time and it's going to have existed throughout the whole thing is that right yeah part two okay a robed figure was treading the path that meandered between the barrows she repeated the arcane verses and clutched the fern branches the dead were quiet this evening but observing the rituals was always a wise choice the fiery haired druidess could see the cluster of roundhouses and the faint plumes of smoke rising towards the clouds she had been sent to banish an unnamed evil but she knew no more. Okay. You might I mean, be surprised to know I'm getting that vibe. <laughs> I mean, up until that point, it was pretty good. I, liked, I, quite I, like I that. did like... The dead were quiet this evening. The dead evening. were quiet this evening, but observing the rituals yeah. was always a wise choice. I mean, that quiet first, dead is my favourite way for the dead people to be, I have to admit. In the eyes of her labyrinthine mind... Is it labyrinthine or labyrinthine? Labyrinthine. labyrinthine. In the eyes of her labyrinthine Yeah, mind. in the la- eyes of her labyrinthine mind. Has she mind. got a mind palace? Is that what's going on? Has she got... A, instead of a mind palace, she's got a hedge maze. <laughs> Mind Sherlock Holmes is sounds like is the name of oh, yeah, yeah. Of Mind Palace sounds like a progressive metal weird <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not at all it's, it's Sherlock Holmes <laughs> is, it, is it the technique of remember, remembering things yeah yeah. you go into your own passing you hang things that you yeah. need to remember in certain places mine Guys, must be filthy but your mind <laughs> oh yours, mind is, yours is abandoned <laughs> <laughs> The mind palace, does it have a walk-in closet? <laughs> Say that again. Does your mind palace have a walk-in closet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd imagine a couple. Yeah. It's got a closet room. Yeah. Not Ross's. Ross's is a mind shack. <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards. In the eyes of a labyrinthine mind, full of charms and roots and harvest cycles, these were naught but ignorant peasants and seafarers who feared even their own dogs when they howled at the moon. This is the second fantasy piece we've read out where so, like, the main character is a little bit pompous. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're all idiots. So yeah. who's hang on? Who's the? I know magic. They're all idiots. Who are they? Who's I don't these know people? Who, I don't know who they are. The dead. Uh, yeah. Are they the people? The in... No, I 
than some yeah. people who live in a fishing village. <laughs> but see, flash fiction doesn't work when you try to do a short story. She would surely tell them a tale about Lear. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Lear. And mesmerize them with his endless wisdom and power. Then she can burn some agrimony and juniper while intoning a protection chant. Okay, what's agrimony? I'm not sure. Some herbs. Sounds like herbs. Yeah, like druids used for rituals. Lazily researched on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) They would thank her and give her offerings for saving them from nothing. She was certain there was no threat. The first house on the road had a fire going and they fed her. They wanted her to wait until the morning for for the banishing, but she had to move on to the next village at dawn. The low-life peasants fed her. Yeah. You and your small fish. And also, I thought she was there for the unnamed evil. She's not that fast, is she? So she, she thinks that the unnamed evil doesn't exist. Yeah, she thinks uh, that. Okay. It's, it's not clear. It's not really <laughs> I think it's probably the shittiest thing I've written in about two years, but it's fun to read. Oh, yeah. Ignoring the townsfolk's pleas, she asked for a boat, an oil torch, and a boy that could row. When she stepped out of the... <laughs> she, had, she had a weird fetish. A weird fetish with rowing people, I guess. Yeah. I I'm know. imagining that... Well, I thought she was going to go out to the water. Is it the fetish thing, though? It's not... No, no, I'm just joking with it. When she stepped out of the abode, she looked like a goddess of the woods to the rather frightened and motley crowd. There's a cheap fantasy line. Yeah. yeah. That's a really cheap fantasy line. Also, abode? Would, well, you, yeah. would you say that? The peasants probably don't call that abode. <laughs> <laughs> well, MTV, this is my abode. Yeah. Yeah. This is where the magic happens. Welcome to Cribs, MTV. <laughs> yeah. Each step to the shore was marked by whispers, gasps, and even some tears. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're about to tell us, probably. It's probably, probably because of the poor kid who's got to row her out. He's right. definitely not surviving you, you this, is he? Yeah, This is going to require us to put in a lot of filler, isn't it? She told them how yours world? You, I yours world? Well remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> I wrote it. I don't remember. <laughs> She told them how Eurozwood had held the prisoner and how the cunning lord of the waters had escaped. She exalted the virtues of wisdom over evil while she pitied them for their rustic notions. <laughs> r- r- She's r- not very nice at all. Yeah. yeah. The boy rower was lanky and pale and he didn't make much of an effort to help her push the boat into the suspicious calm of the moonlit sea. Oh my god, the, it sense. was Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, you're no, clearly not okay. surviving I'm, this. I'm always flattered you consider me in some way tall. Like, <laughs> he was also stronger than he looked. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> so they made, they made the distance quickly. She stood near the prow, torch raised high and defiant against the gloom. This was the place behind the towering outcrop. Here they had lost four of their men, taken by what they called a water demon. Because the, the, we, we can't call it anything. That is a thing. Yeah. Now that's so it's a thing in the water. Yeah, water that's demon. very lazy. It's yeah, lazy writing. Yeah. Lazy writing I mean, throughout. They call it the water demon. As if they, mm. like, but on our end, we call it a water. But on our sprite. end. Yeah. 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 Oh, that sounds think, like gaming things. Water sprite. <laughs> grass sprite. Fire yeah. sprite. 14 do, do you think, <laughs> with um, that though, I think what they call a water demon. But it was not. Just, Mystery just, again. You could have just put water demon. Or unless it wasn't, unless it's just some guy. <laughs> Yeah, but I had, to, shark I had to increase back. the word count for the contest. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it all comes <laughs> I see, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you later what the contest was about. It was never going to be accepted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
The druidess parted her lips and chanted over the rumour of the rolling brine and the creaking of the vessel that rocked to the perpetual rhythm. Yeah, that was disappointingly yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> she burned the herbs while the words travelled far over the great blue abyss. Um, what's this boat made out of? Wood. wood I'm not 100% comfortable with the fire that's going on in the wooden boat in the sea with the water demon in it. Ah, you hear me. Really always, always with the safety. Yeah. You don't have to worry that much about safety. <laughs> The boy was almost asleep when she finished the ritual and scattered the ashes into the breeze. She told him to go back with a gesture, but they never reached the silent sands. Wait. Okay. It's because <laughs> the, burn, the boat burned up and what <laughs> even got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For some reason I had it in my head that she told him to go without the boat. Without, oh, swim, yeah. Swim back to shore. <laughs> Leave me here. It's fine. <laughs> Leave the boat. It's burning. <laughs> All this ash that went across one of them ignited us. <laughs> they never reached the silent sands. A broken oar and a ripped green robe washed up on the shore the morning after. The townsfolk kept fearing the water demon and eventually left the area in favour of a less haunted fishing spot. I mean, that seems sensible. Clearly, really, that's yeah. a way of defeating a demon. Go somewhere else. Yeah. The story should have ended there. <laughs> it go well. The end. <laughs> Part three. It was getting colder. The hewer felt the pang in the hewer. It's H-U-E-R. Someone who looks for fish from okay. oh, vantage okay. point. The hewer felt the pang in bones that had seen too many winters. He wasn't a lad anymore. Sitting in that hut for hours on end felt like years, and the bloody pilchard shoals were sparser this year. October's bloody pilchards. <laughs> pilchard shoals, yeah. October's wind opened the door, an uninvited guest that ran ugly fingers on the man's face. So you said bones that had seen too many winters, mm. and then he wasn't a lad anymore. I mean, that we gathered yeah, that. That's... Was that the word count thing? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see a pattern. October's wind opened the door, an un- uninvited guest that ran ugly fingers on the on the man's face. It was the imminent cold measuring him to see if the time was right. He thought of the endless procession of days lost staring at the water in search of a glimmer. Eyes for the fisherman, all that he was. Something moved just outside his vision. There, beyond the wave. He got out of the hut and waved his arms signalling the fisherman where to go and there they went. And when he realised what he had done it was too late. (gasps) The first boat was pulled under in a maelstrom of foam splashes and screams. The second made it to the shore, albeit empty and the cold reaper changed its mind for the hewer's heart stopped before he could walk back to Cold Reaper, I like that. Yeah, that is quite mm. nice. I mean, let's be fair to the guy. Who's going to think, oh, there's some movement there, that must be a monster. Also, <laughs> it was out of his vision, so how he even noticed. He's just, you know, he's going to assume it's fish. I think that's yeah, fair yeah, enough, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when he's, you know, that's his job. Yeah, but then yeah. He, he got his punishment. I mean, he died. did he really need punishing? <laughs> I don't know, it's like a shitty seems horror movie. Yeah, it seems yeah, quite yeah, harsh. Yeah. Where really everyone then. dies. Everybody, everybody is dying. That's it's not a very <laughs> complicated story. People just dying. <laughs> this, this, this leads us. This leads us well into part four. The girl had vanished from thin air. No melancholy note on her mum's fridge. No eloping with some handsome rascal. No kidnap her asking for ransom. I'm gonna guess she's dead. <laughs> I'm going to guess that she's run off with a unhandsome. Yeah, with an ugly rascal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he can play guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a soft voice. Her name was Gemma Watson, and she had always been a role model. Oh, I knew a Gemma Watson once. The usual. A decent girl next door, nice smile, bright blue eyes, a nookie darling. Peter Dalton had been hired to find her, though he was now looking for the bottom of a bottle of scotch instead. The hotel room seemed to shrink after the fifth glass, as its white walls were unable to harbour the theories that thrashed around Peter's head. That, yeah. 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 Disappointingly good, again. (laughs) For the umpteenth time, what did he know? Yes, she had been out that day. Once in the morning, but the lady in the pasty shop opposite Gemma's house 
had seen her going back inside. Then she had left her home just when it was about to get dark. No suitcase, no bundle of clothes to get put together in a hurry to bail out of town. She had walked towards Toan Beach. She had not been seen again in the following ten days. The police were on the case. The girl's mother had money and she had been told that Mr Dalton always found his missing persons. And in London, nonetheless. I'm going to guess he isn't going to find this one. Yeah. Yeah, well, Need Ace Ventura, yeah, pet detective, really. Yeah. <laughs> He will find her. She'll be dead. Had to kill. Watered him in the process. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-five dawns had elapsed since then. The widow Watson. Is that her mum? Yeah. And the widow Watson was not so sure about Peter anymore. He wasn't either. Soaked in tobacco smoke and whiskey, he was beginning to look more like a cutter captain than a private eye. He could no longer brag about having found all his subjects in a week or less. Quaint little city now bored him to the bone, and the locals seemed to share the widow's opinion. Gruff looks followed him like a trail of contempt. Therein entered it's, the excessive. It hadn't actually been that long. And I'm also gruff. Why you should have found him by now. Is this what Ollie's going to sound like as a granddad? <laughs> Oh, I hope so. I might have been slightly drunk when I wrote that part. Yeah. And I never yeah. edited, so there is that. Okay, that's, yeah, fair enough. This is a new possible concept drunk fiction. Drunk fiction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Therein entered the excessive drinking. The best way he had to avoid punching everyone in the face. <laughs> this is definitely. I mean, in my power. experience, <laughs> excessive drinking doesn't stop you from punching people in the face. Like, quite quite the contrary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While many hard-boiled men he knew tended to brawl after a few, Peter oh. entered a sombre and brooding trance. Okay, yeah, fair enough, you explained yeah, it. Yeah, there's nice. an explanation for that. <laughs> At times it was good for studying clues and reaching conclusions, but it was also a knife that cut both ways. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> He would usually take a walk through a map of his all, uh, of all his failures before getting to the case-solving stage. That night, he decided to take a walk on the beach where they told him Gemma was going before dropping off the face of the earth. Oh dear. He lit one while he left that hotel under the judgmental eyes ah. of the receptionist and went up the street. That was an ideal place to get your word count up. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I missed that chance. <laughs> there was a sense of expectation floating in the air, or the booze was playing tricks on him. He sensed that he was on the brink of a revelation and he knew that feeling. He always had it before finding out the truth. The beach was barely 20 minutes from his room and he got there on the second cigarette. It was deserted that night. How big are these cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a slow smoker. I mean, that's really slow. I don't know. Like, it takes, what, five minutes to smoke a cigarette? I was just half-assing everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was deserted that night. Peter approached the edge of the water, his eyes only able to see questions. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's like, quickly, quickly, quickly pop fiction <laughs> shit. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. That's the worst sentence I've read so far. <laughs> Um, yes, I made it. You've entered the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the frustration made him growl and swear and stomp the sand with And now feet. all he could see was exclamation marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Made him growl and swear and stomp the sand with feet of fury. He found himself going into the water with shoes and all. Why? Oh, <laughs> why? Why couldn't he find her? I'm thinking, well, I was thinking, why? Why are you going, are you into, going the into the water? water? Probably because he's going all. into the sea. He needs to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he's gonna. <laughs> Again, he's barely started. Yeah. Everyone's this is this is riddled with melodrama. <laughs> it's like a monster soap opera set in Yuki across the it's ages. Across the ages, right? I shouldn't even be here. 
<laughs> across the ages with no explanation that it happens in the same city mm-hmm. only vaguely mm-hmm. explained that's why it doesn't work yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I sort of assumed it was all in the same place that was kind of my vibe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah it's well, been... then it kind of works <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. was he losing his skills was he too old or too numb the waves were now lazily crashing into his hips he stood there for what felt like an eternity of cold com- contemplation it always feels like an eternity yeah, yeah. everything feels like an eternity yeah and then, it's just such an eternity. <laughs> and then something took poor Peter Dalton for a closer look to the ocean floor. While his lungs flooded, he felt more relieved than scared. He knew where the girl had gone and he was going to find her, but the city of Nuki never heard of him again. Ultimately, they decided that he had left in the middle of the night due to his embarrassment for not being able to locate them. <laughs> yeah. huh? My male, yeah. huh? <laughs> Yeah. You just hear him jeering behind his back. Ah. <laughs> Idiot the truth, man. The it's truth. an evil city. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. Just, just to finish the last sentence, the, the truth lies somewhere far below the surface. I, I've, I've got, I've got to say, I am Cornish. I've been, to, I've been to Nuki quite a few times. And, Are they as uh, judgmental as that? Generally, a bit cheerier. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was there when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I wrote that. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. part five. Ross always believed that something would come out of the sea. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, questions, <laughs> questions, questions, questions. <laughs> Had you met Ross before? No, no, I named him after him because I remember he was Cornish, so <laughs> there had to be a Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you've got a character name for you in this. Well, I mean, I was I was named after Ross Dark, so I mean, I don't look that good without without my top. <laughs> 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 Ross, Ross had always believed that something would come out of the sea if you stared at it long enough. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if that's true. Know. <laughs> uh, Obviously, he, when Javier wrote this, he had a more like whimsical view of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he grew up in Nuki, where affluent kids from the south came to play the part of Keanu or Patrick, except under the greyer sky and with significantly lower skin exposure. Okay, I don't, I don't no, know. I don't Why did you all look at me? I thought you were going to make a point break joke. <laughs> I've seen it once. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like um, the Warriors a bit. Everyone's just kind of intense. I don't know. It's it's not a good movie. I loved it when I was 15, 16. I watched it against like recently, and said, this is not good at all. Good one-liners and surf. But he was never part of it. They hadn't oh. the money all the time for boards and wetsuits and lessons. And there was the shop, which they had to keep running all the time, especially in the summer month. Oh, Ross. That was part of the I'm starting feeling for myself here. <laughs> for his family, a Cornish summer was something that was there to make them as much money as they could in those days when the weather lost its usual bleakness. That's kind of true. <laughs> yes, nailed it. When I was growing up, and, and still, we have holiday accommodation. So, yeah, the summer was when was when you work really hard. Points for accuracy there. <laughs> they had a clothing store ne- near Town Beach, and he hated it. But it was, it was their job. He got out of there whenever he could, always toward the beach and ready to watch the swell. Hours could go by, and he would still be staring at the greenish blue tides and daydreaming of the unfathomable unfathomable below. See, Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of course, his father's booming baritone would often break the siren's spell and bring him back to the horrors of retail. Yeah. Kind of dig that. That's yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because I suffered the horrors of retail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you sleep through the horrors of retail? <laughs> no, that, that was just once. <laughs> That was just once. Just once, okay. For about 25, 30 minutes. In a box of shoes. Yeah. Yeah, you remember. It's a good story. That's not a fact that someone's going to forget. 
Big Jim was a hard-working, perpetually smiling merchant that could not understand why his son was so unhappy around the store. The sea-gazing routine went on almost on a daily basis, but they had an unspoken agreement. Ross's father would let him stare at the waters for a while, and he wouldn't tell his mother about Big Jim's occasional point at lunch. Yeah, okay. I mean, that seems a fair agreement to have, doesn't it? I'm not going to tell about going and drinking when, you know, you're supposed to still be working that day. Yeah. And you can stand on the beach. (laughs) And do nothing. The doctor's orders were to cut down on the ale, but what the hell? He was a grown man and he wasn't going to live forever. Apparently Ross- not. No one, no one's <laughs> living here in this <laughs> day. No, I've got a feeling these people are going to die. Ross didn't like how that sounded, but he figured it wasn't his, his responsibility. I mean, that's his dad. <laughs> God, yeah. you're heartless. <laughs> <laughs> and any minute spent outside the shop during work hours was a day in paradise. On a certain July afternoon, he was enthralled by the mad skills of a certain young surfer. That's a lot of certain. Pro- pro- this is in- a self-insert, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had oh, seen her around, sorry, with her Australian accent and those distracting freckles. Ross was 15 and she was almost three years older if Neil could be trusted. Uh, if what, Neil? Don't know I don't know. I, I started throwing around more and more characters. That's yeah. one of the flaws. Yeah. One of the very many flaws. Yeah. He didn't stand a chance, but a boy could dream. I know, I know how he's feeling. <laughs> yeah. Ross to Ross, I know that. <laughs> he was developing a convoluted strategy that ended with him saying hi to the girl when the thunderous call brought him back to reality. He sighed and walked to the store, dragging his feet. Oh. If he had stayed for another 20 seconds, he would have seen how unreachable, how the unreachable wave rider was swallowed by something that was by no means part of the current. <gasps> oh, I like that. Again, mm-hmm. again the demon. And the dream ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He never saw her again that summer. According to Neil, she had gone to the States with some pro surfers. Neil is really badly <laughs> misinformed. Yeah. I don't I don't trust yeah, him. Yeah, he throws shit around. Yeah, I totally don't trust Neil. <laughs> I love this. Ross forgot her about forgot about her quickly and found at least three other girls to pine for that same year. <laughs> Did the sea monster get all of them as well? <laughs> we will never know. It's, one, it's, actually, maybe it's, it's another mystery. Maybe, it's the, maybe the water demon is the true romanticist and just Basically so, it believes in romantic tragedy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Shakespearean water demon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is part six, by the way. The ship remained in stationary orbit while the reconnaissance pod dropped with elegance, a polished silver tear entering the Earth's atmosphere. It slowed down after the cloud layer and hovered above the cliff. Its sole occupants studied the landscape with insectoid, faceted eyes. Data collection began while the pod systems whirred into life. <laughs> I'm really sorry. It, it's not bad, but data collection just made me think of some guy sat in an office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phoning people. Do you mind if I just carry yeah. out a survey? <laughs> <laughs> Watching at watching spreadsheets and yeah. mining data and yeah. metrics and all that kind of boring yeah. jobs. But he's got insectoid eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean he can't be called the surveyor though. No, that's true. That's a good name for him. Are like you happy it. with your polished silver pot? <laughs> <laughs> The sleek vehicle stopped a few centimetres from the ground and opened with a hiss. The atmosphere was polluted, yet breathable. Good. The science scout walked along the beach collecting mineral vegetables. Science scouts. That's a single word, yeah. Lame, lame, lame name for that. Yeah. I I could have used two words and I had... There was another ideal opportunity. Yeah, I missed that one. Walked along the beach collecting mineral, vegetable and animal samples. According to the briefing... (laughs) Are they playing that game? Animal, vegetable or mineral? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's playing that game with other aliens on a different planet. You've got 20 questions, go. (laughs) 
According to the briefing, the sentient species that had inhabited Earth was no more. A global scale conflict had erased them all, together with over 50% of the world's fauna. But there were still creatures to be tamed, enslaved, or eaten. Every world had something useful, as they as they are taught at the academy. Gosh, let's hope that the water demon gets this one. Isn't Thank you, Cheryl. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> Wait, is it enslaved and tamed roughly the same thing? Yeah, but word count. The exosuited explorer went on measuring, registering, and transmitting to the pod's terminal. Everything comes in threes at the yeah. end, doesn't this it? This word count, I'm guessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know my secret. <laughs> and again, we what to look for now. All these triplets together, like, you know, measuring, registering, and transmitting. And then the next sentence is, soil, plants, air quality, everything was quantified. Three is a magic number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for the body of water. That was massive. Of course, there were larger seas in other solar systems. <laughs> totally. The water was massive. <laughs> Metal. <laughs> it's currently brutal. <laughs> brutal oceans. Raw. <laughs> Lanara X's purple ocean was impressive, but this one had its charm, with that greenish hue and that rock formation pretending to be an island. Okay. I better yeah. come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The entropy sensors ended the reverie with a beep. Ooh. Yes, the vortex was in the water and, and not close to the surface. The science scout activated the suit's thrusters and hovered over the sea, stopping exactly at the signal's origin. The mass clicked on and triggered the submarine's uh, submarine life support. It was beautiful down there, almost as captivating as outer space. Like any other sentient being, the, vi- uh, the visitor was caught by the spell of death. And it's coming. If that <laughs> hadn't been the case, the insectoid eyes might have noticed the shape that emerged out of a drowned cave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you should have read the whole thing in that voice. <laughs> yeah. Radio serial voice. You start from the beginning and just do yeah. <laughs> If that hadn't been the case, the insectoid eyes might have noticed the shape that emerged out of a drowned cave. <laughs> And an escape could have been planned before the thing was a, had a pleasant feast of alien flesh. If everybody's been wiped off the face of the planet, this poor thing must have been starving. Yeah. <laughs> the, the a pleasant wolf. feast of alien flesh. Yeah, it's bits of alien spaceship. <laughs> That's a good slogan, actually. Like a space takeaway. A pleasant feast of alien flesh. No, it's not. <laughs> In a distant galaxy, the data stream was cut abruptly and the communications officer reported it. But the superiors decided that a second expedition would consume too many resources. The science scout was expendable. <gasps> bit harsh. Part 7, it's the last bit. Okay. Dun, dun. That which was, had been, and would ever be returned to slumber. It was calm below the waves. It had always been that way. It would wake up again for the next age, though it was not concerned with such trivial matters. It simply was. It also slept and fed, and would continue to do so, for its kin, the planet, was still a young one. It's such a um, shitty, unsatisfying ending. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I mean, I'm glad you said it rather than me. I'm trying to figure it out. It's just there. There's a thing. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's and it's there. It's, it eats and it sleeps. 
So it sleeps for an age, yeah. and then it jumps out of the ocean, has a little feast of alien flesh, what, what, and then... What age was it in to pick up that one poor alien? The age of... I mean, that was good timing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah listen, and it's somehow related yeah. to <laughs> the planet. The age of galactic not here in the, in the beginning, it said it was waiting. What's it waiting? What's it waiting for? And how can it wait? It? How can it... How can <laughs> it, how can <laughs> it you, you can't sleep and wait at the... Yeah, I don't know, I sleep and wait sometimes. It's such an incongruous story. What's it waiting for? I can... I see what you were going for. Something that felt like a, an ominous presence that felt very timeless. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to write cosmic horror and be like reasonable. Yeah. I, I've read a lot of like Lovecraft copycats and they were all shit. And now I can join them. Yeah. <laughs> Endless parade of shitty stories. Yeah. With, yeah. The, with the proverbial water demon that yeah. is. And the, 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 the funny thing is that I started writing it and then I just left it and then I saw this contest called Deep Waters or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the premise was like so far away from this. It was like you you were supposed to talk about water deities, but not in a horror kind of way. There was some like tribal guidelines. They were expecting it to be connected to either Africa or South America or Southeast Asia. No, and I could have done that because I grew up in a city that's by a river. We have a lot of myths, but no, I had to go Lovecraft and try to sell something selling new key with yeah, stupid <laughs> that does nothing. Yeah, put it in Cornwall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was different to anything else they read. Mm. In you know, standing I mean, out, yeah, it's not I a bad of, thing necessarily. I, I just really not necessarily. It wouldn't necessarily have been a bad idea anyway. I had one short story published. It was for a competition. It was meant to be for um, ghost stories, and I wrote one that had, it wasn't a ghost. It was an imaginary friend. All the stories in the anthology had its own introduction written by the publisher, and in mine, mine, it was who's to say that the character in Oliver's there is even a ghost. You'd have to ask him and my immediate response was no it wasn't it's not necessarily that might not have been the reason why it was rejected no I, I, I guess it was rejected because nothing happens let's be fair a lot of people die that's the only thing that happens <laughs> also people die all the time this, like, to a, okay to, a lot of people are taken to the, a watery death by a sea demon so that's that's a bit new and that's, and that's a, 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 a focalised stake yeah. But again, so what? What I find interesting about this is that you've got the the kind of the almost medieval setting where these women, these people are like they're aware of the monster and they're trying to send this this, this druidess out yeah, into the waters and she, she ends up dying. They're fully aware of it. Whereas you know modern day Nuki, everyone's just surfing and then <laughs> yeah. and, and there's one one idiot guy called Ross on the beach who I can well imagine. Um, uh, just thinking about a girl, he turns away for one second. The monster just eats an, uh, eats uh, eats Javier. <laughs> surfing, surfing, surfing the waves, and he's just thinking about girls again. Still, um, <laughs> I take it as a metaphor for modern times. No, yeah. so <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. In both ages, in, the, in both those latter ages, correct me if I'm wrong. In that second age with Ross in it, that like again, one person got killed. No, we don't know because he fell in love with three other people, and we don't know. And we the, don't know yeah. what happened to them. Right, but given that the story's about the thing, we only know. We're like, it, it only matters when we're told. It's, is kill count across the ages is about five yeah Yeah, but I don't know he's a very prolific serial killer (laughs) (laughs) is it though is it or have you just like microscoped in on a 
couple of the kills. I don't know. Just yes, another mystery for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the kills I themselves s- are to help with the passage of time. Yeah, I sent it to. A, I, I uploaded it to a forum similar mm-hmm. to Autumn, but one of the feedbacks that I got was nothing really happens here. That monster is just lying there and it eats once in a while. It's not exactly man's greatest killer. No, it's it's no. like the worst horror yeah, idea it's, it's ever. Like if, if that's a disease, the cure is just not being in the water. Yeah. At some point, someone's just going to put up a sign that says, don't it's go like, in it. Fish yeah. somewhere else. A hundred like, yards, hundred yards there and great. the monster's not there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, it's like, I mean, it's like Miyagi's advice. Best defense, not be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how big is the monster there? Do you know? I no. no <laughs> If, I mean, if he's a true Lovecraftian-style author, he doesn't know. No. <laughs> See, he gets it. One thing that I quite like is that it's not, you know, ten years old. It's from how long ago? I don't know, like a year and a half. I've got stuff that I've started writing and then gone, oh, this is really a bit rubbish. I'm going to, this is going in the trash file, you know. it's mm. The, the thing should. is that I can't bring, like, stuff from ten years ago because it's in Spanish, but I should bring, like, shitty poetry. Like, shitty, like, goth, goth period poetry. Mm. That would be fun. Does, yeah, it, yeah. does it involve doves? Yeah, there's, there's, oh, dove, there's doves dying. I love a dove. It's yeah. going to be the ocean. There's always something dying. And the, dove, the dove gets killed by a warding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up there because we're running quite long. Thank you very much, Javier. Thank you all yeah. for having me here. I hope you had fun. And I hope you had there fun. There will be more <laughs> shitty horror stories in the future. Oh, we, <laughs> yay! We most certainly look forward to it. Thank you very much for being on Thanks. the show. And I think, uh, as usual, we have a guest. We have a, a, a generous one. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for applauding my stupid monster. <laughs> There's too many of us to do to do a roundtable, so if everyone just says goodbye at the same time. Bye. 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 You're just trying to stop me saying an immensely brief goodbye, aren't you? Uh, sorry, uh, the, the microphone, microphone's breaking up. We're going to go. Oh, sorry. Bye. Bye. Bye.